0: Hey guys, welcome to the next episode of the Carrots and Cake podcast. I have a great guest here today. I have Ashley Fillmore. Um, She is a leading expert in sustainable weight loss and she helps women heal their metabolism, balance their hormones, and achieve body composition changes that last a lifetime. So clearly the two of us have a lot in common and we actually, quote unquote, met. (laughs) through a mastermind that we're in together. We haven't actually met each other in person just because of COVID and all that, Um, but we definitely have a lot in common and we just spent the first 30 minutes (laughs) (laughs) of this podcast, talking about business and life and all the good stuff. So I'm really excited to have her here. I think you guys are really going to like this episode. Um, So I'm going to stop rambling on. I'm going to let Ashley introduce herself. Um, She has a great story. She does a lot of amazing things with her business. um, And she is definitely a go-to resource as far as metabolism and hormones go. So welcome, Ashley. Ashley.
1: Yay. Thank you so much, Tina, for the introduction. And hey, guys. um, Yes. So my business is all about helping women with sustainable weight loss. So my approach, we focus in on the metabolism and the hormones and specifically the metabolism because a lot of the women that come into my world, they've tried all the diets, they've done the 1200 calorie diets, which I know we're gonna talk about. They have you know, tried lots of things off and on over the years and just have not been able to see sustainable results. And so when you're chronically dieting, your metabolism, I know you know this, will start to down-regulate. And so with my expertise, I study the metabolism, how it works, how it ultimately processes the energy calories we consume, and then how your hormones also impact um, your metabolism, your health, your energy, your weight loss, fat loss, all of those wonderful things. And so, yeah, that's what I do through helping lots of women. I love my work and I love to help women ultimately have that sustainable transformation versus just, hey, I lost 10 or 20 pounds and then revert back to my old habits and and gain it all back.
0: Yeah. Awesome. I was going to say, I mean, this is a lot of similar things that we do with our clients, but I would love to hear your dieting story and your hormonal imbalance story, just so we can get to know you a little bit better. I mean, I love podcasts where you get to know the guest and you know what their background is, because I know there's a lot of women who can relate to what you've gone through, what I've gone through. I mean, I feel like a lot of these stories are so similar because of diet culture, badness and, you know, hormonal imbalance and just how it's been normalized in a sense.
1: I agree. And yes, I mean, so the thing that I understand so much is, is from a client's perspective, you know, sometimes I think it's so easy to feel like something's wrong with you or you're the only one trapped in the vicious cycle. I'll be the first to tell you, even with my education and expertise, I got caught in that vicious cycle. Mm -hmm. And I talk about it so openly because one, I want to normalize the struggle a little bit. And I want women to see that, hey, you're not alone. There's coaches and experts and nutritionists and hormone experts and all of the things still struggling too with sustainable results. And so um, a little bit of my story back in college, I uh, really wanted to get, let's just say to get what I called fitter in quotations. And so I just wanted to build muscle mass. I wanted to look like the girls on the magazine. And ultimately a lot of my self-worth was very much so wrapped into the way that I looked. I thought to be a good coach that I needed to look that part. And at that time in my life, I was in my very early 20s, um, You know, even 19, 20 years old, I was very open and willing to do anything that um, it took. I worked in a really great environment, but I also worked with a lot of men and even my boss was a man. And let's just say the intensity that they had about nutrition and workouts was just that next level to me. Um, you know, Like, hey, we're cutting out all of our carbs hey, we're doing two a days, we're going to do CrossFit, a CrossFit circuit, and you're going to push to the max. And then we're going to come back and do like max rep deadlifts and squats. And I was just like, so immersed into that world. It just got away from me. Before I knew it, I was obsessing with the scale. I was literally eating 1200 calories is what my fitness pal computed for me. Um, You know, some days my goal was to actually eat less than that. To be honest, like I would wake up and be like, okay, 1200 is the most. Let's challenge myself to see if I can get to the end of the day and um, without eating even 1200 calories. And so that, it just caught up with me. I was tired, I was exhausted. My periods became very irregular, which is a big sign, ladies, if your periods are not regular, it is not a good thing. Although I know they may not be fun, but at that time I was like, you know, it's okay to not have a period or to miss a period. Um, My energy was low, cravings were incredibly high. And um, I was just obsessed with exercise, nutrition, went from low carb to point counting to fasting. Again, I tried so many things to get leaner and ultimately I ended up super lean, no muscle mass, which is no surprise um, because I wasn't fueling my body um, appropriately, no cycle and and lost my monthly cycle and ultimately ended up um, needing a fresh start because I hit my rock bottom. So that's my story in a nutshell. Yeah.
0: I, you are not alone. I mean, I feel like so many clients have come to me with similar stories. I feel like I went through that at times where I just spend, you know, literally hours on the elliptical, (laughs) you know what I mean? Just like burning calories, as many calories as I could. And then Even back then, um, I wasn't counting macros, but I was counting calories. Um, And same thing, you know, I had a certain number of calories that I was going to eat and it didn't really matter what foods I was eating. I was basically eating a lot of junk, but as long as I didn't go over that calorie allotment, I was good to go. And sure, yeah, I got thin. I was kind of like the skinny fat, you know what I mean? Just thin, no muscle on my body. Um, But yeah, definitely can relate there. Um, But what was kind of like the turning point for you where you were like, okay, this is not good. I need to make a change. Like what kind of happened at that point?
1: Well, I started to realize everything I preach to my clients and everything I learned through my education. So really at the tipping point, when I started to realize this wasn't healthy, I finished my certifications in metabolic health and hormonal health. I went through this very intense certification process, along with just the nutrition um, and exercise training I had. I was like, you know, I have to stop making excuses. And that was a big part for me. I, a big point for me because I actually started to almost excuse my actions, the cutting out food groups, the low calorie dieting, the training multiple times. I'm just being super healthy is what I would say. Mm -hmm. I'm just taking things to the next level. And so cutting out my carbs is taking things to the next level. Working out two times a day is taking things to the next level. And since I'm a nutritionist and trainer, this is okay. And so for me, a big, big moment was when I realized and honestly just admitted to myself that everything I was doing is not healthy. And I would never recommend for one of my clients to do what I was doing to myself. And so for me, that was a really big moment. And then in combination with my body wasn't responding anymore, I was eating very little, I was training the maximum. So it's almost like I maxed it out. I was eating as little as I could and seeing no results. And I was training the max amount that a person could and seeing no results. My hormones were suffering and ultimately my happiness and my health. And so I gave up date nights, I gave up coffee dates, I gave up, I mean, even going to Starbucks was like a stress for me. You know, it's like, oh my God, should I get an Americano? I don't know, the milk has calories. I mean, it was just insane. And so I realized that it just got so out of hand and it needed to stop. And so for me, my breaking point was, I wanna start a family here within the next year or so and where my body is right now is not where it needs to be. And so it took me a long time to get healthy, to even regulate my periods again, have proper testing done to see what hormones were imbalanced, and then work with um, a naturopathic doctor to get those things balanced out again.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and so I'm listening to all this and it definitely resonates as far as you know things I've you know dealt with as far as clients and personally and whatnot. Um, And sometimes I feel like we're, when we're in all of this and, you know, all of this is happening, sometimes we don't really see our way out. Um, So for somebody who's, you know, resonating with like everything that you're saying, they can see themselves a lot in your story. Where would you tell them to start? Or what would be like the first thing to do? Because sometimes, you know, (laughs) telling somebody to change their diet and their lifestyle and their fitness, it can be like so much. So what would be maybe like the one or two things you would have them focus on?
1: Yeah, that's a great question, Tina. And so you're right. It can be so overwhelming. For me, the thought of not exercising as much as I did was so scary. I was like, oh my gosh, I'm going to gain so much weight instantly. You know, I'm going to blow up in my mind. I would think like I'm going to lose everything. And with my diet, I was so worried about eating more. Step one is if you're going through this, reach out for help. That would be the absolute best piece of advice I can give you, because you should not have to go through this on your own. And what I mean by that is you, as a person, we're so emotionally connected to ourselves, And sometimes we can get in our own head. And even for myself, with my knowledge and expertise, and still to this day, if I have anything come up, I never self-treat. I will go outsource and hire someone to actually help me get help having someone step in, look at your situation, figure out where to start, plan out an action plan where things can be broken down into digestible pieces for you is key. So it may only be tackling one thing at a time. And if you can't get help, my number one suggestion would be, let's start with something that's the easiest thing for you to maybe start with. And that could be replacing some of your intense workouts with walking focusing on functional strength training. I know with just both of of our profiles together, you could go there and check out and get a bunch of free content to learn, have sample free workouts of what a real functional strength training program should look like you know, get some ideas on what you should be eating and shouldn't be eating. And then honestly, see where your calories are. There's a lot of simple calculators that will even calculate your BMR. And that is a number you should never, ever eat under. And that is a number I consistently was eating under. And 90% of my clients start off in my programs eating under their BMRs. Mm -hmm. So I would start there.
0: Yeah, I think that amazing advice as far as like what to do first and yeah just what you said like hiring somebody to help you, because that's the thing. Like if you're struggling, it's so nice to have somebody to support you, to answer your questions, to be your biggest cheerleader. Um, and I mean, that's something I've learned maybe later in life that I do need the help. And I have, you know, hired business coaches and, um, functional nutrition coaches and things like that. And I do think it does make all the difference. Um, and then I just kind of want to go back to, um, the BMR, um, because something you talk about on Instagram and, whatnot. This is 1200 calorie myth. Um, so I'd love to hear a little bit more about that. And, you know, just going back to maybe some of the mistakes that you see women make or clients make as far as undereating.
1: Yeah, that is such a good topic. So I've always said this, unless you're a toddler or a small child, you should not be consuming 1200 calories. And quite honestly, even my toddler consumes more than 1200 calories most days. And so I think that there's this big belief out there in the diet industry that when you wanna lose weight, the goal is to eat as little as possible. Unfortunately, there are certain systems calculators out there that will put you in very low calorie deficits. So the standard is like 1200 calories or less. Everyone thinks to lose weight, I need to eat 1200 calories. And we're talking about grown adult women that are exercising multiple times a week, even if you don't exercise, you need more than 1200 calories a day, most people do. But the 1200 calorie myth to me is to get people's attention and say, whoa, I'm eating close to 1200 calories or I know that I'm eating under 1200 calories and you're saying this isn't good. This is opposite of what I'm hearing in the dieting industry. What do you mean by this? And so that myth to me is what's causing the problem with sustainable results with women, because women are coming to me, and you probably see this too, Tina. They are under eating. Their hormones are wrecked. Um, you know, not only just their uh, monthly menstrual cycle, but thyroid issues, and there's so many other issues. Elevated cortisol. So many things that we're doing to our bodies when we put it under extreme stress chronically dieting and starving yourself, eating under your BMR is starving your body. That is putting extra stress on your body. And these days we're already under so much stress. So when you add that additional stress hormonally and our metabolisms can't handle it. And so I like to use 1200 calories because I see so many women eating that that much or that little every single day. And ultimately what's happening when you do that. And the reason I want to get more people's attention on this message is even if you lose weight at first, you will definitely hit a dead end road. There's no way around it. You're going to hit a dead end road. And when you hit it, you're going to hit it really hard. And what's going to happen Is not only are you going to have to increase your calories more to eventually be able to lose weight in the future by going through a reverse diet, you're going to have your your metabolism is very adaptive. It can adapt upward or downward. And so if you're chronically dieting, your metabolism is downregulated because you're not taking in enough fuel for survival. That means fat loss is shut down. So you're not going to burn fat. Even if you're eating 1100 calories, your hormones may start to come down, shut down as well. Your cortisol can go up. Your thyroid can downregulate long story short, that is an equation for a disaster to happen. And so there's nowhere to go. And as a coach, when people come to me eating that little, we'll spend six months to a year, depending on how severe the metabolic damage or hormonal issues is with that client to just get their calories up close to maintenance or at maintenance so they can go into a sustainable fat loss phase. And so we have to break free from this starvation, depleting your body of nutrients approach to weight loss. It will leave you hungry, (laughs) tired, overwhelmed, probably in tears and ultimately ending up spending hundreds if not thousands of dollars to correct all of the damage that one quick fix caused you.
0: A hundred percent. And I mean, I think about this all the time. Like this, this is a conversation I've had with many clients over the years, but you know, what worked in your twenties, maybe even in your thirties, as far as like going super low calorie, doing a ton of cardio, It works until it doesn't work. And just like you said, you're going to hit that wall really hard because now when you're in your late thirties, early forties and beyond, your hormones are all screwed up now. So you don't have as much wiggle room. Um, And it does take a lot of time to get you out of that metabolic chaos essentially. Um, so for somebody who's maybe listening to this right now and they're like, oh crap, I have damaged my metabolism. I'm so screwed. Um, do you want to talk a little bit about quote unquote damaging your metabolism and maybe, you know, some some simple steps as far as what to do? I do think hiring a coach for a reverse diet is key because you know sometimes you need to talk clients off a ledge as far as like eating more and seeing the scale go up and things like that. But as we both know, it's something that is much needed. (laughs)
1: Yes. And I definitely use the word damaged metabolism or metabolic damage because it gets people's attention. Mm -hmm. But I want to talk to you about your metabolism, because just because when we use that term, it's almost like you think you're broken Mm -hmm. and you've broken a system in your body that can't be fixed. And your metabolism isn't just a system in your body. And so Your metabolism is incredibly adaptive. And here's the good news is if you think your metabolism has downregulated because your weight loss is stalled, you're eating in a caloric deficit, but you're not seeing results. Maybe you're gaining weight and you're eating in a caloric deficit and training card, you're not losing body fat, maybe through your midsection, you're carrying a lot of extra, you know, inches through your midsection, you know, let's say your energy is low, and you feel that, you know, it's hard for you to even do the basic things, your cravings are high, your sleep is poor, those are all signs that metabolically speaking, something could definitely or probably is definitely going on if you have those symptoms. And so if you are that person, it's so easy to feel like you're broken you're never going to be fixed and your metabolism is shot well I will tell you if you're willing to put forth the effort and truly make it a priority you can reverse that and you can correct any type of in quotations damage that was done by simply eating more so step one compute your BMR I have a system that does that but you could google it most of the systems where you compute your BMR, literally your height, your age, your current weight, step one is making sure you're at least at at least at a bare minimum eating at your BMR. Now, you should be eating well over that number, but step one is getting there. For some women, they are hundreds of calories off from hitting that number. So I know I have clients that are eating 1,100 calories and their BMR is 1,500, for example. So step one is getting there. And to get there, I highly recommend that you increase your protein. Most of the women that I've seen and over the decade of being in this industry are not eating enough protein. Everyone's carbs are through the roof because they typically taste the best and are easiest to get down and their proteins are usually the lowest. So eating more protein, making sure you're eating to at least your BMR at a bare minimum if you cannot invest in a coach. Investing in a coach, even if it's a stretch for you is a hundred percent worth it because they will make that journey and transformation so much easier. But I understand sometimes you may not be in a position to do that. So eating to your BMR, Definitely starting to taper back that cardio. I've seen great posts you've even done on that, Tina, about tapering back the cardio, adding in more strength training. Think about restorative exercise that isn't going to be a stress on your body and burn a ton of calories. Because keep in mind, when you're under eating, especially starving yourself, and you're burning a lot of calories via exercise, that's only making things worse for you it's going to be even harder to get back to where you need to be. And so stop doing that intense exercise, replace it with functional strength training, start cutting back and tapering that cardio back a bit. If you are doing a lot of it and you're going to start to see results. Honestly, most of the ladies I work with end up losing pounds and inches from eating more. Mm -hmm.
0: Yeah. I see that all the time too. Eating more, exercising less, or maybe just being smarter about exercise. So laying off the, you know, endless endurance type cardio and focusing more on the strength training or, you know, adding some hit workouts, but it, it blows people's minds. They're like, I'm eating, you know, 500 calories more per day. And like the scale's not going up and I'm getting more fit as far as like the way you look. Um, it's crazy as far as what happens. Um, but yeah, let's switch gears a little bit as far as hormones go, because I know you're big into hormonal health. I love talking about hormones. It's like one of my favorite topics. Um, but what's something that you see again and again with clients when it comes to their hormones?
1: Yeah, so the number one thing I see is blood sugar um, dysfunction. And that is usually because when you are dieting, you're not eating a lot, you're not eating necessarily the right foods. A lot of times diets just teach you how to count calories. So again, you could be eating a lot of simple carbohydrates that are raising your blood sugar, you know, um, initiating a big insulin response, insulin response, which will shut down your fat loss. I see a lot of just you know, hangriness, blood sugar issues with clients. I see a lot of women that come to me even dealing with, you know, pre-diabetes or diabetes or just struggling with hypoglycemia and their blood sugar shooting up. So balancing out the meals help with that. I also see a lot of women that have, that are either dealing with um, thyroid issues or right on the verge, mostly hypothyroidism. Mm -hmm. And so some of them feel like that was also triggered over the years through chronically dieting. So, you know, some of my clients hit their forties and suddenly all these things start popping up. And then probably one of the biggest things I see all the time outside of menopause and perimenopausal symptoms is elevated cortisol and the, and the impact that has on our bodies when it's when, when we are stressed out to the max. And with COVID last year, I think most of my clients just hit their absolute max with stress between kids being at home and working from home or not working at all and all of the things in between. And ultimately how that impacts not just their fat loss and weight loss. And so I think we have to zoom out with hormones, but that's our energy. That's our mood How we feel, how we look, our sleep, our libido, our menstrual cycle, PMS—all of those things, in addition to weight loss and maintaining a healthy weight, are impacted and influenced by our hormones.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah, and hormones are—it's such a hot topic. I mean, maybe it's just you know the people I'm talking to on instant instant messenger. (laughs) (laughs) in DMS on Instagram, um, or just, you know, the client conversations that I have, but hormones are like such a, a hot topic right now. And they can make you feel really bad if they are not balanced. And I do think so much of hormonal imbalance can be fixed with diet and lifestyle. Um, and just slowing down in general. I just think as women, you know, we're working, we have kids, we're trying to exercise, we're trying to diet, we're trying to do all the things, and actually we're like making things worse as far as hormonal health and This is something I I definitely soapbox about is just you know you go to the doctor they take your blood they say you're fine or they offer to put you on hormonal you know oral contraceptives and I just think if you know we slowed down a little bit you know hired a coach something like that um, so many of us would feel so much better as far as hormones go.
1: Yes. I agree, 100% agree. I think it's impacted by so many things. And ultimately, you know, if you are doing all the lifestyle things and you're working on your lifestyle habits and you're improving your diet and you're working with someone and following a custom workout program, someone that actually specializes and understands your hormones, if you're not seeing improvements, the next step is getting a Dutch test done and working with someone like yourself that can actually run that test and give you that data. That's something I will even suggest for my clients. It's like, hey, after we do so much work, we need some concrete yes or no's on really what's going on, because it could be something that is not just acute, you know, you can make a few changes and see improvements, but really getting that answer on what is going on. Is your cortisol high or is it low? I mean, I know low cortisol symptoms are very unpleasant as well. And so people just don't realize that. And I think that having that information, but you're right. I mean, it impacts everything. And uh, actually going back to one of the things I shared with you, when I was going through all of that, my doctor said my hormones were fine. Yes. (laughs) Yes. happens all oh, the time. that's also something else <laughs> although I wasn't having a regular cycle they said my hormones were okay mm-hmm. and I thought oh my gosh like I am everything but okay right now <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. and that happens all the time I mean women all the time tell me this that they're like oh I had this check that checked, everything's normal but you know I'm falling asleep at my desk you know at three o'clock or I have no patience for my kids you know like things like that that they're just like I'm not how I used to be, my mood's a little off, my energys off. Um, but you know, on paper they look totally fine. And I mean, yeah, as an FDN, you know, we are never treating the paper. We are always treating the client and their symptoms. Um, but of course, you know running the Dutch can give us such great information because yeah, sometimes hormonal symptoms, you know, high estrogen symptoms can be similar to high progesterone. And like, you know what I mean? Like there's a lot of crossover as far as symptoms go. Um, so sometimes it's just nice to like pinpoint what's going on and have more of a direct route as far as you know what you need to actually do. Cause at the end of the day, we all need a game plan. <laughs>
1: That's right. The game plan is a game changer. It'll only, only make your progress um, better You won't have to, you know, as I always like to say, shoot in the dark and miss the target all the time, just like hoping that you're doing things right. And that's why it is so important to just zoom in on those things, even before you get to like macro tracking and things like that, just focus on the basics, making sure that you're doing things that support your body and your goals. And if not having that action plan customized for you will be a huge game changer. Yeah. And
0: I'm so glad you said that even just about the macro tracking, because I think a lot of women just jump into macros or, you know, tracking something before they look at the bigger picture. And sometimes the macros can be maddening because like you're quote unquote, doing everything right. You're hitting your macros, but you're not getting the results. And because bigger picture, you know, your metabolism's off, your hormones are off. You're not sleeping. Like you're super stressed at work. There's so many factors that go into fat loss that i just, think we don't look at. We're just like, Oh, calories in calories out, you know, eat less exercise more. So it definitely is, you know, multifaceted and having that customized program is key.
1: Yeah. And macro tracking could be something you can introduce, but Mm -hmm. honestly, I feel like when you're dealing with metabolic issues, hormonal issues, definitely knowing your numbers and computing those things is great information to have. And to do a reverse diet, you really should be tracking your macros to just make sure you're reversing upward the right way versus just, randomly eating donuts to increase your (laughs) calories, right? Which will only make things worse. But if you are more concerned for hormonal health, I think just having a really great basic nutrition plan in place, cleaning up your diet, removing the processed foods, eating every couple of hours to stabilize your blood sugar, um, adding in strength training, um, walking, doing more restorative exercise and stuff like that. You're going to see tremendous benefits without even macro tracking just by doing those basic things that we overlook because we immediately want to go to the more sophisticated method because we feel like we need to just jump to that. But the basics work so well, you don't really have to go there right away. Work on the basics before you jump to the more sophisticated fat loss methods. Yep. The basics are boring, but they work. (laughs)
0: That's what I (laughs) say to my clients all the time. But yeah, it's just that it's like the shiny objects syndrome, I guess, Um, I think that's what my husband calls it, but yeah, you, you know, you want like the BCAAs and the protein powder and like the orange theory and all these like flashy, like, you know, new fun things. And those things are great. I'm not, you know, poo-pooing them. They can be perfect in like the, you know, right situation. But a lot of the times it is just sleep, stress management, eating whole foods. You know what I mean? It's like blood sugar management, it's kind of the boring things, but they
1: work and they're really important. Yeah, true. It's all so true.
0: Yeah, awesome. So um, tell us a little bit about, um, you know, your services, your programs, you know, where people can find you. Um, I know you're doing a bunch of awesome things. So I'd just love to hear about that.
1: Yeah. So we have a couple of different programs with my company. So we have the one-on-one coaching program, which by far, if you are dealing with metabolism issues, hormonal issues, have tried a lot of diets, maybe have done group coaching DIY approaches, and it just hasn't been successful for you. Having that customized plan tailored for your lifestyle is a total game changer. I always call it a lifestyle plan because ultimately what you do through the program, you're going to keep up forever. So it's like a one-time investment. That pays off for a lifetime. And so I always have really framed it that way. And that program, we really break down exactly everything we discussed in this call or the podcast today, just going over, you know, the metabolism, hormones, workouts, lifestyle. The support is there, making sure that you're doing things right. If you have questions, getting your questions answered. And ultimately, when things aren't working, you're not trying to figure it out on your own. You have us to figure it out. And so the one-on-one coaching program is one of my most popular options because it includes all of those things. And then we also offer some group coaching programs and then just some workout membership options for those that maybe just don't want the one-on-one approach but want to do workouts or just start somewhere. I have so many women say, you know, I just want to get started somewhere. I can't do the one-on-one or I don't want to worry about nutrition. Um, so I'm going to do the workout option. So yeah, we have a couple different offers just depending on what the client needs.
0: Awesome. Yeah. I love that. And um, your website's amazing. I was looking at it earlier today. So you can find all of this stuff on Ashley's site. Um, it's, it's, she's got so many great things there. But the other thing I was going to just shout out real quick, and maybe you could talk to us a little bit more is Ashley is on Instagram. (laughs) I love her videos. She is constantly educating her followers. um, And she's on there, you know, pretty frequently. Um, Do you want to say a little bit more about Instagram and you know what you're doing over there?
1: Yes. um, Love Instagram. That's my home. I away from home. I'm either at home or constantly on Instagram, wherever I am. Um, I love it. I love hanging out there. I love connecting. I love the videos. I do stay on stories a lot. Um, you know, I also do just a lot of educational post in general. You know, I either want people to know more of my story because again, I want to normalize this. You're not alone. You know, you're not the only one that's struggling. I know I've struggled. I talk about that very openly. Um, you know, I do a lot of teaching and trainings on Instagram and I love it. I mean, it's a good dose of workouts, hormones, metabolism, mom life. I have a now six-year-old and three-year-old um, and yeah, you just get a little dose of ultimately being a mompreneur as well thrown in there
0: oh awesome love it I mean I love following you um you're one of my favorites to check in with see how you're doing see what you're up to um (laughs) but anyways thank you so much for being on this episode I feel like you have covered all the bases when it comes to fat loss and sustainable weight loss um but yeah thank you so much for being on
1: thank you Tina this was so awesome